Hey y'all, um, this is just a quick little episode. It's just a review on Young Miami's new song and video called Rap Freaks. And the reason why I'm doing this review is because I see the potential. I see the vision, but I just think her team failed her in some ways, such as um, she, her video was really like short. The song was short. So I'm thinking it was a budgetary issue. And this is what I want to talk about. But first, let me get my opinion on the video and the song. It's cute. It's cute. It's a cute little debut effort. Admittedly, I am sick and tired of the overt, you know, sexual shit that we that seems to be all we're getting from these artists these days. You know, I'm a freak my damn self, but at the same time, like, okay, enough is enough. Like y'all are y'all bordering down the freakiness, and a lot of y'all not even about that life, to be honest. But um, <laughs> that's a topic for another day. I just feel like with Young Miami, though, she she has shown me that she is curious about broadening her sexuality. I don't just mean her orientation. I mean like she. I feel like she has shown plenty of times through her lives that she's curious about trying a few things, uh, and um. And expressing herself more on those things. So Rap Freaks for me is definitely on brand for her. It's a fantasy song. She's fantasizing about fucking all these niggas. And that's fine. Because we have these, you know, every woman has these fantasies. You feel me? Um, But it's still taboo to talk about it openly, unfortunately. Ironically, too. Being as you can see my damn cervix. you know, the way society is going, we, we posting any and everything on social media, but oh my God, let me say, I want a train ran on me, then I'm a, I'm a fucking worst whore that has ever lived, whatever. Anyway, so I do think Rap Freaks is on brand, if you are familiar with her as an artist, she is somebody that, you know, play these little games on live with Santana and, um, and her friend, and, you know, they talk about, you know, a whole lot of shit fantasies included and you know i took this song in the video as you know i just want to you know play with my fantasies a little bit so it was cute in that respect and i think it's a a really cute debut effort for this solo project she got no word or confirmation on if city girls is disbanded um it looks like they're not because she keeps saying that they're not um, but you know, some of us, we, we suspect that they are and they just testing the waters. Um, so they, so yeah, this is cute and she looked really good. Like whoever, I need to find out who's been, uh, her stylist because they've been on it. Like her latest, um, outfits that she's been like doing photo shoots in and stuff like that and her appearances in these videos like somebody is elevating the fuck out of her and i suspect it's diddy to be honest because everybody thought that that they were uh messing around with each other and maybe they are but he i definitely think he has some type of business hand in her um revamping her what you call it y'all it's morning i haven't had coffee yet what you call it revamping her image I definitely think he has a hand in that. So kudos to her. Somebody's investing in her. And, you know, I'm happy for her. Oh, also, during the Rap Freak song, 
heavy, heavy, heavy Trina influence, heavy influence of, from Trina. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, actually, I think that's pretty dope because I think it's time that we acknowledge that, you know, Trina was that bitch and she low-key still is. And uh, she's inspired some of these girls. Plus, they're from the same area. So, you know, you're going to hear that Miami uh, accent and, you know, expressions. So, but I thought that was really cute because I, I hate how the industry try to play Trina. I hate how they try to play Eve. I hate how they try to play Missy. But that's another story for another day. Um, but yeah, I'm, I listened to it again this morning because the first time I listened to it was when it dropped at midnight. I was up, insomnia, you know how that go. Um, and at first I was like, oh, here we the fuck go because I'm just sick of the sexual shit. But when I listened to it again today, and I saw the video later, I mean, earlier, I was like, okay, okay, I see the potential. So let's talk about how her team kind of, you know, missed the mark. I suspect that it was budget issues when it came to expanding the song and, and lengthening the video. Now, from a creative perspective, how I would have did the video since we coming from a rap fantasy uh, situation, I would have did it like, okay, she's boarding a plane, she gave them the tickets, she's sitting down in her seat and she's scrolling on Instagram before they tell her to put that bullshit on <laughs> airplane mode. And, you know, she falls asleep with her head on the window, whatever. She in first class or business class, I don't know. And... This is when her fantasies start. You know, she she riding Megan's face in the the airport bathroom. She she lands the the, the plane lands and she on in Southside Queens. You know, fucking on Fifty. You know, just take us through this journey. Oh shit, y'all! I'm at the gate. Sorry, I'm at the gate. I gotta give him my ID. Dang, it's been six minutes already. Okay. Um, I, damn it, I am all out of source today. Hi. Thank you. Um, my bad, y'all. I'm driving. I told y'all this was going to be a raggedy quick little review video. I mean, podcast episode. Anyway. So, you know, you get where I'm going with this. And then she wakes up at the end of the video. That would have that would have put some damn... That would have took the video to three minutes if she did it like that. And it would have showed her little acting chops and it would have gave her a different dimension. It was just too much BDSM in this video. It was just too much. We got to we gotta balance, you feel me? We got to balance this shit out. So that's how I would have do it. Now, um, when you... And this is to all these artists who are not top-tier artists, and that's no shade. Top tier artists are like Drake. They're like Ariana Grande. They're Beyonce's. They're Adele's. These are artists that typically have limitless budgets when it comes to their record labels. And I don't mean like limitless budgets um, specifically. Yo, my vocabulary sucks today. I don't mean it literally. <laughs> That's what I meant. I mean like they have a lot of money to work with so they can they can um, be really creative and make their videos a lot more lengthy because they have so much budget to work with. Nothing is limitless. But um, top tier artists are the ones who are afforded that because their labels know that they're going to get it back and they're going to get it back and go. They're going to get it back tenfold. You hear me? So for those artists who don't have that privilege, who don't have that convenience, 
y'all have to be creative and this is why it's important for these artists to get back into the practice of having teams having uh, a public relations professional having uh, marketing media stylists like legit legit shit because this is where things like this is critical if you had a team they would have been able to connect you with uh, with people who can help you bring your vision to life with a limited budget. So she could have, her team could have definitely tapped into these college kids. You know, there's a lot of college kids who are still in communications, you know, pursuing communications degrees. They still, you know, got these projects they got to do. They know what they're doing with editing. They know what they're doing with um, video directing and things like that. I know because about 10 years ago, I dated a guy who was in, we both were communication degrees. I mean, um, we both majored in communications. I was on the public relations relations side. He was on the technical side when it came to like video editing and, and um, uh, directing and things like that. And so, yeah, communications is so broad. And, and just so y'all know, just so y'all know, a bitch got her degree. And the bitch was working in uh, public relations for a lingerie company before I enlisted. That's just a fun fact. Um, and if I wasn't in the army, I would definitely try to pursue this again because I know I got the talent for it. But I digress. Anyway, so she needs to, her team could have tapped into that and be like, you know what? You got a project to do? We got a project to do. Let's work together. And it's not so much as taking advantage of college kids or, you know, doing an internship thingy, but it's it's about making a symbiotic relationship. It's about providing opportunities and taking advantage of opportunities. So this would have been a great opportunity for her to, you know, get that content a little bit longer so that she can have more engagement. Second of all, uh, YouTube content creators, don't sleep on them. Don't sleep on them. There's so many talented, good, like not even just good, just great content creators that I know are hungry for, you know, big time projects and things of that nature. Work with them. You know what I'm saying? This goes to everybody. Work with them. There's so many talented ones. You know, I could be on YouTube all day, all day. It's like the new TV because there's content creators, some whom, some of whom have never even went to college, but you know they're so creative. And 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 sometimes I'm not gonna lie, academia can't constrain creatives. It really can't. And so I do appreciate both collegiate content creators and those who are. Um, what was I about to say? those who who didn't go to college, who didn't do the traditional route when it came to uh, their craft. And, and I'm telling you guys, it's an untapped market, it seems like, when it comes to putting these people on teams for these artists. Y'all need to get creative. Y'all need to have that vision, and y'all need to tap into these uh, these content creators. I could think of one off the top of my head. I can't remember his name, but he's really popular. He's really into, like, Dragon Ball Z and anime, and he does these, like, hilarious, hilarious uh, skits. Hold on a second, y'all. I gotta order me some food. Um, 
you know what? Let me wrap this video, this episode up. That's pretty much my thoughts. Um, I'm sorry for the abrupt ending. It's just I really want to wrap it up. I got to go to work. I got a lot going on. I got a flight to catch later on. But I just wanted to give you guys this quick episode and get this out before I forget about it. Hi, I may have a medium peanut butter cup macchiato. Butter ice. Ice. All right, anything else? With a turkey sausage wake-up wrap and hash browns. And that's it. You just want one wrap, not the two for three? Yeah, just one wrap. And a hash brown. And that'll be all? Yes. 6.55. You can go to Temple Park. Thank you. No problem. God damn it. He ruined my damn video. (laughs) I mean, my episode. Why do I keep calling this a video? I think because I started out doing, like, a video on Instagram. And then I just was like, fuck it. I look look crazy because I ate a lot and my face is mad puffy. Ciao. That's another episode for another day. But anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I'm sorry for the abrupt ending. I'm sorry for the sloppiness. It's just, you know, sometimes I have these thoughts and I got to get them out before I start my day or do whatever. And I just really wanted to talk about it because I know I'm going to forget about it. I have a jam-packed day, y'all. I have to finish this training that I've been in all week. Then I got to fly back to Texas. And then the next day, the very, very next day, I have to drive to where I got to drive, pick up my son, then we got to drive back, and then I got to get him ready for daycare the next day, and then I got to go back to work because I did not take any leave to kind of, you know, decompress. So I'm just rolling, baby. This is a rolling situation, but I appreciate y'all for uh, tuning in, being patient with me. also, I do get comments. <laughs> I get some comments for people, some people I know who listen to my my podcast. And I really appreciate y'all. Um, and to the other ones who got something to say about me cursing, I don't give a fuck. I'm a curse because I'm a cursor and my parents were cursors. So blame them, but don't blame them because I don't play about them. So whatever. Uh, y'all have a great day. Bye.